It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Plotbubble.com. Hello, I'm Nick Knightley. Welcome to the Shizno for Red Rose of Blue, Season 15, Episode 17, Accidents Happen. This week, Locust lets loose the locked-up freelancers. Temple takes his exit, and the Reds and Blues take five. Your Sarge name etymologists this week are... Sam! The emoji that's in Sarge's name used to be the pistol, but they changed it on the new update, and now it's a squirt gun. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you stole mine! Now I have to find another emoji! <laughs> Rain Zero. It is the hard eyes cat emoji. It gets confused a lot with the regular hard eyes emoji or the cat emoji, but it's mostly about the accent on it. <laughs> and you stole my backup joke. Daft Prodigy. The emoji in Sarge's name is the bullhorn emoji, which means that you shout the next three syllables. <laughs> I can see it. I love I can it. See it. I can see it. Joe. Uh, the emoji in Sarge's name is a blue heart, which is why he never tells anyone his name because he doesn't want anybody <laughs> to know. God. He's got the heart of a dirty blue. Oh, yep. no. How embarrassing. <laughs> and Joe stole my backup backup joke. Caden. It's a purple heart because it's a hereditary military award. Cool. Beautiful. I love it. A++. Thanks. I thought of it myself. And Sunday. There's a hieroglyph, the original emoji. There's a hieroglyph that nobody can figure out what it really is. As far as we can tell, it's a pool with legs. That's, what? It's a pool. There's a hieroglyph that means pool, and it's kind of a rectangle. And it's the same thing. It's a rectangle, but it has little walking legs. <laughs> nobody knows what this hieroglyph is supposed to be. And now, the weekly report. Thoughts on the episode. It was really dark and I had to hold my breath. Uh, last week I was going to make a joke. My kingdom to go one season without almost dying. I oh, didn't God. know. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know. Last week I was like, all it will take is for one of their friends to get hurt. And then everyone will want to go after the blues and reds. The and I had briefly forgotten what had happened yeah. to Wash. Yes. And I felt like a terrible human. I know that it is literally just a joke to ask this question, but I'm asking it in all seriousness, which is, where is Doc? He went with them. <laughs> yeah, he did go with, he went with the Blues and Reds because he, he likes them Yeah, better. is this going to end up like season four where they're like, go to get Doc because they need a medic? <laughs> Beautiful. That would be the ultimate callback yeah. in a season of callbacks. Do you think that O'Malley has shown up? Do you think that he and Temple have already become best buds? No. Yeah. Because Temple basically is O'Malley. I kind of want Doc to still be there and, you know, as Wash goes down and everybody runs up and is like, somebody help, get a medic. O'Malley is just over there going, 
I could help you, but I will not. Oh, Doc got left fools. behind by the blues and reds, too. I could assist you with my medical expertise, <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> See, that ties into the other best joke that Doogs made, which was literally turned and went, it's okay, they'll give him CPR. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not the correct treatment for that. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Is Wash getting suddenly shot and potentially killed out of nowhere? Is that a Firefly reference? Oh. Yeah, I'm sure it Are is. Are the bullets cars? <laughs> as long as we're talking about references, did anyone else notice when Jax was commenting on Sarge's last name? At least I think it was Sarge's last name. Uh, yes. He said it sounded like it has 57 syllables. Yes. Yep. I caught yes. that. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I, I heard that and I thought of Sam because of his frustration with 57. <laughs> I want to bring attention to the episode title because it yeah. A, either means that yeah. our time machine theory is right. Right. And then this is where they need to load. Or B, it's a really clever reference to how a quick escape got botched real fast. Yeah. I'm hoping it's the time one. I wasn't 100% on board with the time machine theory until basically this episode. At which point I'm yeah. like, oh, this is the quick save where they have to reload. Yeah, this is the part where they go, wow, everything went belly up really fast. Wouldn't it be great if we could redo this and Wash doesn't get shot, Tucker doesn't run out into the middle of everything, Donut pulls a pin out of the grenade, yeah. and we could use the deus ex machina right about right now. Right about like- now. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those. I was I, I was a fan of the time travel theory. I mean, I, I like time travel theories anyway. Yep. Yes. I mean, are we going to get another situation where, like, Tucker's the only person that remembers the time loops because he has the sword? He doesn't have a sword, though. Yeah, the other guy stole it. But oh, Locus yeah. does. Oh, yeah. Where but is Locus has the sword. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my or god. A sword. A sword. But is Locus <laughs> gonna get like weird time loop like Tucker Tucker did with Wyoming? If we're going the time loop route, is it going to be Tucker in season five where he did get to fix stuff, retry properly, or is it gonna be like season three where everything Church did messed things up and caused the events? I'm pretty sure that Church never actually traveled back. Yeah, in time. yeah, yeah. For Even if it yeah. was, it was a predestination paradox because the events had already happened. He had to make sure they happened. For Locus's sake, I hope that he is able to fix some of the things that went wrong. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if he fails and fails over and over and over, that's not that's going not going to help. Be good yeah. for him. Yeah. That's while we're on the subject of Locust, can I get a Shizno vote right now? How many people think that in the reasonably likely eventuality that Locust stays with the crew, how many people think that Locust should be on the red team? We are yes. moving over this. Neri made the post. Uppercase freelancers go to blue team. Lowercase freelancers go to right, red but team. This yep. is the thing. It's like everyone has almost independently decided that Locust yeah. belongs on the red team. And I really want to know five, why. Five. We all just like, it seems obvious. Five yeah. mind. So is Wash dead? I don't think he's dead. Suffice to say, no, he isn't dead. He's, I think that the... He's, he's just resting. Just sleeping. <laughs> just <laughs> resting. We've seen people survive worse. We saw Blondie season nine get the brute shot's knife through the chest and yeah. reappear in season and 10. Main survived 11 bullet shots to the throat. But we also had Locust tell Carolina and Wash 
that their suit's life support systems were down. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and both Blondie and Maine were in top physical condition. Yeah. yeah. Carolina and Wash, not so much. Carolina and Wash are both doing badly physically right now. Yeah, Wash was and at zero they're HP, in man. depleted suits. Yeah, they were basically walking around at one HP. I don't imagine Wash still has York's healing unit. I'm sure that's long gone. Uh, yeah, I think no, Carolina has it, actually. Oh, yeah. She got, like, all the stuff oh. to, uh, when she had a... Uh... Ooh, maybe but, Carolina can use it to well, help. Well, the, the question is, does Carolina still mm. have the unit with her? Because she had it in the chorus arc, but now that she's lost Epsilon, she hasn't been using uh, any armor enhancements, presumably right. because she maybe can't run them. The, the healing unit maybe is simple enough that it can it can run without an AI because we've seen yeah, medics like, deploy yeah. external healing units. Like well, Caboose, also, use, or, Wash, yeah. like Wash uses one in season six. He used it in he used it in Out of Mind when he got shot in the back by South. No, 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 no. When he got shot in the back by South, Delta triggered the healing unit he recovered from York. Oh, he used the external healing unit when Caboose got assaulted by the Meta to take Delta. Right, and Doctor Gray right. uses okay. an external healing unit when Tucker got stabbed yeah. at the end of season twelve. Maybe it wasn't so Doctor real... Gray, but it was someone. So if they can find one of those external healing units, or if they can get Vic to run, oh, oh, oh. oh. there's a thought. Then they could potentially. I don't think Wash is dead yet. I don't think that shot through the throat was an insta kill. Mm -hmm. However, he may be dying, yeah. and yeah. how fast he's dying. He has is the condition. I mean, dying. He could survive yeah, a yes. good while with a collapsed trachea. He's currently sitting there rolling a d20 for death save. Yeah. Yep. This is definitely the part where I really hope we're right about the time travel thing. Yeah. And also just because Wash, the human cockroach, yeah. should not be killed off permanently by a random shot because he walked into the crossfire because yeah. he was delirious. Yeah, like that narratively, it just doesn't make sense to do this now unless you're going to reverse it or yeah. at least offer the the possibility of it being reversed. Now, Caden, you had another thing that you wanted to bring up here. Yes, and I saved it for this instead of with the quick save, but I've got a theory about who shot Wash. Okay. All right, so the theory is actually courtesy of Dukes, so shout out to Dukes, but I've built on it. Hi, Dukes. And Locus had just gone invisible to get a better shot of the sniper. So his theory... Uh, yeah, the, the guy in the turret. And yeah. now my theory is that... Locus was invisible, saw Wash wander out, and shot Wash to prevent the reds and blues from running in to save him and also getting shot. Hmm. Hence, oh. quick save, because it was a quick decision to save the rest of them. Right. And this is going to cause oh. angst. Oh. Oh. And his commitment to no more killing means that... He shot Wash. Whatever he did to shoot Wash, he is reasonably certain Wash will not die from. That's mm. fair. I guess Locus is really good at shooting people, and he seems to have sort of sat down and thought, how can I shoot someone non-lethally? So, it, maybe? It was a sniper rifle shot, so... It did look like one, see, yeah. We didn't see anybody else with a sniper rifle. Or, uh, is it possible that he just walked, like, wandered into Locus's line of fire? Oh, shit. Right. Ooh, that would yeah. be even worse. <laughs> yeah, that would, like, Locus would... He would never forgive himself if he did that by accident. Oh, no. Like, Accidents happen yeah. all the time. Yeah. Begin lightning round. What other cartoonishly evil crimes did the Blues and Reds commit? Uh, they once painted a tunnel onto the side of a cliff and rerouted the train tracks into it. But they were extremely shocked when the train actually managed to go through the tunnel. So they went 
wait, where does this go? And they ran into it and slammed into it. And And then as they peeled themselves off of the wall that they had just slammed into, there was a light at the end of the painted tunnel. And the train came back out and ran them over. (laughs) (laughs) The blues and reds got sushi and didn't pay. (sighs) And after Jax made that Repo Man reference for the dozenth time over a meal of fish, they made him go sit at the children's table Mm. alone. It's even more evil that they stole the sushi because they have all of the sushi they want. Yeah. Yeah, They had fish. They were just being dicks. When Temple goes to the grocery store to stock up on things that are not fish, he routinely uses the express lane even though he has more than 15 items. Monster. He knows it. Diabolical. 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 Okay, so they went to a moon. And they went to go ha- just hang out on the moon, and they found a place called the Bandora Palace. And they walked inside, and there was Rita Repulsa sending a monster to destroy the Power Rangers. <laughs> oh my god. What? What did they do? That's not their fault. Yeah, what, what did they do? There? She sent them instead of the monster. Oh, and they caught the Power Rangers. Because I was going to say that they went to Earth and killed a giant robot and stole its heart. <laughs> but unfortunately, because there wasn't a green one, they failed. But there's locusts now, so if they had had a locust. Oh, they do have a green one now. They do have a green one. Oh. I think that they got so tired of fish that they uh, broke into an orphanage for puppies and kittens. But unfortunately, um, they they didn't look in the boxes that they took, and it was just a bunch of uh, cat food. So. Yes. Oh. I was so concerned. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, not the puppies again. What are some other things that Wash and Carolina hallucinated? Carolina hallucinated her first date with York. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Carolina, why do you keep saying, I'm sorry, I have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> and Wash hallucinated... His driver's license test at the DMV. No! Gosh, why do you keep saying you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> My answer is a little, little spooky. They spooky. occasionally began to hallucinate that the other suits in the murder fridge had started moving when they weren't oh looking. Oh, no! Relatedly. <laughs> oh, Rhode Island. Hi. How are uh, you? Hi. Wash hallucinated that he was a car at a car wash, and Carolina was working at the car wash in a swimsuit, but he was a car, and he couldn't tell her how he felt about her, and that was when Carolina snapped him out of it by asking why he was making distressed beeping noises. (laughs) (laughs) Car wash. Good job. Wash just beeping to himself. Wash was hallucinating that he was at the car wash car wash. I think they hallucinated having some imaginary friends, including an anarchist named Tyler Durden, a psychologist (laughs) named Bruce Willis, and a what? talking stuffed tiger named Hobbs. Oh my god, yes. spoilers. <laughs> I think that Carolina hallucinated that she was at a ballet recital. Was it her own or someone else's? It was her own, yeah. Oh, okay. Aww. From back when she was a kid, before she learned how to do murder ballet. Was, was her the... mom there? Or <laughs> was that ballet breakup? What else does Locust definitely hate? Felix. <laughs> <laughs> True. Ah! Mondays. <laughs> Does you like lasagna now? <laughs> like, 
are we gonna find Lucas rolling in a pan of yes. ricotta? Like, yes. <laughs> Lucas loves lasagna. So he, after his experience with first Felix, then Griff, then Sarge, I think he just he's gonna get to the point where he, whenever he sees the color red, he's just gonna charge at it. <laughs> Lucas is a matador, so I think. Locus hates it when Wash shows him pictures of kittens. Yes. He really, really hates it. Those aren't cooing noises. They're groans of despair. Locus is definitely not fascinated by the pictures. It's just that Wash won't yeah. stop showing him pictures. That's all. You guys all missed the most obvious one. Not using code names. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no, definitely. Definitely. Oh, God, do you think he's ever going to try and make the Reds and Blues use code names? Definitely hates the fact that Griff brought all his volleyballs along, and he definitely hates Griff being, you know, tagging along with him, and he is definitely not subtly, unconsciously reassured by the presence of an orange being in his peripheral vision. Yeah, he's he definitely hates the fact that Griff is wearing orange and won't shut up. Yes. He definitely hates the fact that he that Griff called him his partner. Yeah. And he definitely hates having Griff around. He definitely hates how much Griff talks to him and doesn't he, treat him like he's scary except when he does, but doesn't actually <laughs> act like he's scared. What useless files did Vic get? from the Blues and Reds computer. I think he tried to download Bucky's Do Not Touch folder, but he, (laughs) but by mistake, he took Cronut's Do Not Touch folder, which is just five gigabytes of articles from Vogue, Better Homes and Gardens, and (laughs) uh, a bunch of articles from Cosmo. He went into the computer and all he could find were different fish recipes. Salmon. 101 things to do with 101 things to do with fish articles. <laughs> Pretty much. But you surprisingly, the articles. they weren't temples. They weren't Bucky's. They weren't anyone who lived there. They were just on the computer. <laughs> they were Biff's. Yes. Uh... So they found intelligence about Temple's plans dated about six months ago. The plans were impersonate the Reds and Blues to lure them to here. And those files are useless because they already have that figured out. Yeah, yeah. They, they already got that part. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They don't have anything newer than six months ago. I'm going to say it was one of Temple's early drafts for an evil monologue with O'Malley's edits in the margins. <laughs> you must you wa- need to use the word <laughs> fool more. There was a spreadsheet that tracked the number of times that Gene had annoyed Temple. <laughs> Basically, every time you go to it, you just hit a button and it adds another cell that gives like the current day and time. The spreadsheet was like 10,000 cells long. <laughs> Lightning round complete. How did Locus know about that colony and its destruction by the Blues and Reds? To go full dark, I think that it might have been where Locus was from. Oh. Oh, crap. He goes back home to, like, sort his shit out, and it's just there's no home left. (sighs) Mom, Dad. Mother, Father, have you lost weight? Oh, no. No. I hate all of you. No, 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 no. You seem thinner than you were last time. (laughs) You look emaciated like skeletons. Wait. Too soon. Too soon. Stop it. No. So a little bit less dark. I was sort of thinking that maybe this is a place where Locus went to hide out 
for a while and he had a couple people there who recognized them and he started to feel a little welcome and then he left one time and when he got back everybody was dead but I, I was sort of wondering we have spent a little bit of time on dead infrastructure what if this is what happened to scary planet it's entirely possible especially because this the, the uh, dead planet already had a transceiver set up yeah yeah like the blues and reds had to have been there oh. my thoughts on what happened was locust was just doing his space hobo ways traveling the cosmos doing good deeds and trying to get back to good and he comes across a devastated colonized planet and he finds record logs camera security feeds all that stuff because the blues and reds are not that thorough they want to be seen and locust having been in proximity of the real reds and blues would take five seconds to watch that footage and go these guys are way too competent <laughs> i thought that it was interesting that locust brought it up at all because they were like how did you know them then he just didn't reply he had to have seen it firsthand he had no answer for carolina about how he knew them or not one that he felt willing to give which suggests that maybe the destruction of a bunch of innocent people on a planet is now finally getting to him i did not put this together but this is a little hypocritical Caden, I wasn't really getting at the hypocritical aspect of it, but maybe seeing this colony destroyed by the Blues and Reds, he saw a parallel to the destruction he himself had caused, and maybe found it in himself to feel kind of bad. We all have things we've done in the past that we, you know, it's like, I was stupid <laughs> back then. Yeah, you know, I cheated on a test one time, <laughs> I destroyed half of them. Hi, planet. my name's Locus, and I cheated on my math test. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Sam Ortez. Hi, Sam. I almost commit planetary genocide. And how did that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I would kill to see Doc try to have a psychoanalysis section with Locus. Really? How many people would you kill? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, for, for extra angsty points, um, you can have Locus living on the colony and not be able to stop the blues and reds because he's trying to, you know, not kill people. Oh, they take it and he's like, stop or else. Or else what, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to stare at us menacingly? It's hard to stare menacingly when you don't have eyes. <laughs> he keeps looking at me with that triangle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know how Locust knew about this. How? Oh. Triangulation. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. But when Locust finally decides to kill the Blues and Reds, I want him to say, this is for the little girl who is reaching for the water bottle that was empty. Sh you know, Aww. shoot somebody. And this is for my second grade teacher. And this one, this one's for me. <laughs> <laughs> How did Locus know about that colony and its destruction by the Blues and Reds? My joke answer, and this was going in the bloopers, is he got to a planet. It was Eltar, the planet Zordon's from, and the Blues and Reds joined forces with Lord Zed to destroy Eltar and defeat the forces of good. Sam, when is the last time you saw a boob? <laughs> <laughs> and then we discussed that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe, what was that? I said if they also shoot him in the chest, he can just breathe through that hole. I don't know if that's how biology works. <laughs> Who yeah, did you, you just know, kill? If, if we <laughs> the 
destroy the route to one hole, we can just make other holes for you to breathe through. That's how that works. That's what they were trying when they shot Wash. They were trying to help him get oxygen in and yeah, like get they over were the hallucination. It works for smokers. Caden uh, returns. Oh, <laughs> much to everyone's chagrin. Oh man. God, that that was bad. The real Caden has appeared. I'm sorry, I was I was out of character Kaden's for a back. while there. Oh, God damn it. Oh dear. <laughs> 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 I'm so pleased. <laughs> Jax is like, one match, two match, Penny and Dime. You need to say that. I didn't get the line. Can we do another take? Yeah, can we Can we try that again? Somebody, somebody prop up their armor. Yeah, all right, speed, marker. Can we get another helmet on that one? Can we get somebody to mob up the brain matter? Yep, thanks. All right, we're good, we're good. Uh, go ahead, Locust, this time put a little bit more growling in it. Locust has never in his life been asked to put more growling in his voice. He has no <laughs> idea how to react to this. You know what happens if you put more growl on Locust? Spencer Porkinson. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, see, when Jax makes a movie out of this, Spencer Parkinson can be Locus's stunt double. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. And we have. Oh, as if Locus wouldn't insist on doing his own stunts. This is going to be a blooper heavy episode. Where do you think the Blues and Reds have gone? So, if this is a time machine, and we know that time machines in the Red vs. Blue universe are built by attaching a weather machine to a bomb, maybe they had to move everything to the surface so that the weather machine could work properly. Or, if Temple still just thinks it's a bomb, and he wants to use it to blow up something of the UNSCs, then maybe they're taking it to Chorus to put it on the UNSC flagship? Or maybe they're heading to wherever the UNSC headquarters is so they can drop it on them from orbit. Like, you can't just, like, go to the UNSC headquarters and knock and be like, hey, we have a bomb here for you. We got a, we got a delivery for a Mr. Andrew J. Kaboom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like to think that, they, that that temple hasn't actually explained it to any of them. And so, like, as soon as it's used, Bucky's just like, oh, my God. The teleporter sent us back in time. <laughs> Bucky gets covered in black stuff and he's like, ah, it burns. Tucker absolutely needs to like charge at the time machine and end up going through the wormhole and being like, oh my God, I've gone back in time. And he's actually, and like Donut is like, that's silly. It wasn't true last time. And when they go through the wormhole, they can add some additional sci-fi references. Like it can be either Doctor Who or Stargate. But yeah, those are my thoughts on where the blues and reds have gone. I was sort of expecting them to like be standing in front of the device when they got to the place with all of the blues and reds to be like standing there waiting and, you know, have like a Stargate sort of iris thing. And they're just waiting to go through it. And they're standing there and like they're about to step through and everyone's like, no, but it didn't happen. So I thought it was weird that they weren't in sight when we were all fighting, but yeah. I mean, my thinking is if the device is a time machine, they can't have used it yet. Just from a story perspective, there needs to be a chance for at least one person to run in. Yeah, we need to be able to see them when they say something like, and now we're going back 
to fix everything that went wrong. And then we're like, oh, it, clearly it's a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely thought they were going to a flagship of the UNSC or a primary headquarters station nearby. I want to know how they moved the machine. That thing is big. Well, Loco can lift it. Yeah, Loco can lift it. If Loco's as strong as Caboose is. But also, how many pelicans do they have? I thought they only had the one pelican. Yeah, same. That's why I was like, they gotta be either in the base or on the planet, because there's a ship there. Yeah, because if the pelican is still in the bay, how far could they have gotten? But maybe they have two pelicans, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they have multiple pelicans, because they had to get the zealots there somehow. Uh, maybe the zealots have a bunch of pelicans? Or zealicans? <laughs> <laughs> maybe they acquired another ship there's a larger ship like the aircraft carrier one in halo right i think so the heron it's an aircraft carrier really? size one yeah it's the U it's the uh, odst drop ship the d20 heron is a atmospheric and exoatmospheric craft is oh, that really what it's named yeah. oh okay. yeah they're all named after birds and swords the staff of heron there was another thing that i was sort of wondering about and this does get a little bit crackpotty but you know how gene and simmons are basically indistinguishable yeah well wouldn't it be a nice bit of insurance to keep simmons tucked away somewhere while you have gene go hang out with the reds and blues and be like oh yeah i'm breaking you out of here oh no we all got captured but now you trust me and I'm going to make sure that you don't get any closer to the blues and reds than they want you to. Mm. I saw a th one theory online that Gene is actually Simmons from the future. What? Yeah, because like, like Simmons has commented like Gene is probably the closest to his like reds and blues counterpart. Yeah. Like they are identical. They sound identical. Like, Tucker keeps mixing them up. And people keep bringing it up. Like, even Dylan, who had only met these people, like, once before to do her story on them, said their voices don't sound right, except for that maroon guy or something like that. Or except for Simmons, she may have even said. I've always thought that the reason that he sounds exactly the same is so that we can have the voice cast listed starting with Gus and then ending with Gus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like he does on the podcast. Exactly like on the podcast. Thanks go out to Sam, Rain Zero, Daft Prodigy, Joe, Caden, and Sunday. The Shizno is a production of Plot Bubble. You can support the Shizno on Patreon at plotbubble.com. You can follow us on Tumblr at shizno.tumblr.com. That's S-H-I-Z-N-O dot Tumblr dot com. The Shizno. Five out of seven doctors recommend not taking medical advice from our statistics. Oh my god, we do have a Green Ranger! Shit, he was even evil! Yep, he was ah, green with evil and turned white. good. Vic doesn't understand how a digital computer folder can somehow be gross to touch, but, but he is. <laughs> somehow. I don't get it. How, it. how is this virtual folder sticky? Yeah, how is this sticky? How did you make this sticky? Well, maybe maybe Bucky just turned sticky keys on. <laughs> I got a groan! Cronut, yeah, all of Cronut's, like, Cronut's uh, dating profile on whatever that the furry dating oh, website man. is. I don't remember.
Is, is it not? Is the dating site not called oh, Forever? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sorry. sure that's a grooming company. <laughs> I would like to tender my resignation effective immediately. You tender your resignation? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. That was oh. bad. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.